0: Welcome to the show. It's your old pal Susan Barry. Now that we've hit episode 15, it probably makes sense for me to reintroduce myself. So I'll tell you a little bit about who I am. I was born and raised in Panama City, Florida and went to college at Florida State. There, I met the man who is now my husband and after a whirlwind courtship, moved across country to Denver, Colorado, where I started my hotel career. I spent 10 years as a property-level director of sales and marketing. And most of what I did were new build openings. So I opened two hotels in three years. And if you've ever opened a hotel, you know this. It's extremely hard work, but it's so fun, so exciting, such an adrenaline rush. And then for some personality types like mine, once you get into the sort of day-to-day of running the hotel, it's kind of like, where's the excitement? So after doing those two projects, one after another, in the spring of 2009, I started my company, Hive Marketing. The business has evolved tremendously over the almost 13 years that we've been doing this, but we mostly work on the B2B side with owners, brands, management companies, vendors, those kinds of customers on sales, marketing, and revenue projects. We're a great fit for projects that don't have a great fit in an org chart. And we also work on retainer for several clients. I live in Atlanta, Georgia. My husband is an artist here. And when I'm not working, which... I love working, so working is most of the time. But when I'm not working, my hobbies are reading and searching for travel mementos, hotel memorabilia, that kind of thing at antique stores, thrift stores, garage sales. You'll sometimes see my finds on our Instagram account at Top topfloorpod. In this episode, I am trying something new, which is to do a deep dive into a marketing topic. I'm going to share my thoughts and my lessons learned on something specific. And today, that will be how to be an excellent podcast guest. But first, I'm going to answer the call button. The emergency call button is our hotline for hospitality professionals who have Burning marketing questions, you can submit your question at 850 404 9630. Today's question was submitted by me, actually. I wanted to know if it was tacky to make a charitable donation in my clients' names for the holidays. So the backstory here is that I support a local initiative here in Atlanta called Free 99 Fridge. I typically donate between 10 and 20 meals per week to our neighborhood free fridge. And I was thinking that I could do that instead of a holiday gift for my clients, but I wasn't sure if that would be appropriate or not. So I reached out to my good friend, Stephanie Smith, founder and digital matriarch of Cogwell Marketing for her advice. It's not tacky if your client has a shared passion for the cause, but it might be better to donate to their favorite charity rather than your own. So Stephanie makes a good point. And this is a point that some of my past guests have also made. It should be about your customer and it should not be about you. So thank you for the great advice, Stephanie. Okay, let's dive in. I'm going to share some tips today for how to be a great podcast guest. Despite the fact that Top Floor is actually the second podcast I've hosted, I have made all kinds of mistakes as a guest on podcasts. So hopefully you can learn something from them. Podcasting as a medium is very different from any other type of media appearance that you might do. It's very intimate. The audience is listening really closely usually while they're folding laundry or unloading the dishwasher, commuting to work. It's also personality-driven, meaning that they want to hear from you, not hear you read a script. I guess what I'm saying is it's more important to be real than to be perfect. As I'm sure you've noticed, I feel that way in this show. Having said that, you, of course, want to be the best possible guest that you can be. So here come the tips. First of all, sound. Podcasting is obviously all about audio, so you want to set yourself up to sound your best. You do not need expensive equipment for this, but you do have to pay attention. I think at minimum, you should be using the best mic that's available to you. Whether that's the one embedded in your laptop or your phone or, you know, a more complicated external piece of equipment that you plug into your computer. You also have to, absolutely must, no ifs, no ands, no buts. You have to have some sort of earphones. You can use the ones that came with your phone or something else, but if you don't have earphones, the echo from your voice is gonna make the audio sound crazy. I recommend that you test your sound an hour or so before you're scheduled to record. I do this because I learned the hard way after thinking I was recording something and having my mic unplugged. So definitely test before you're in the hot seat. Another component of sound is your surroundings. You know, obviously that means like don't have a barking dog at your feet, but know that the recording will pick up even the most minor of background noise and shove it into someone's ear holes if you don't pay attention. For example, I have many times accidentally left my ceiling fan running, which doesn't sound like much to my naked ear, but... It sounds like a freaking hurricane in the final product. So just don't do that. Silence your phone, including the vibrations, because you can hear that. I'm sure you've heard it on other podcasts. And turn off the sounds that your computer makes. As an aside, if those little like rings and dings and chimes and bells aren't already driving you crazy every time you get an email, I really do not understand you. If you're in a room that has a bunch of hard surfaces, like filing cabinets, glass walls, that kind of thing, you may want to put some pillows or towels around so that it will sound a little less tinny and echoey. And this may go without saying, but don't record in a public setting like a hotel lobby. You need it to be quiet. Close the door, turn off the TV, send all of your entourage away and really... Try to get as much silence as you possibly can. Here's a last little piece of advice about sound. Sometimes when we're nervous or fired up or in an unfamiliar setting, we have these little tics that come out that we may not even be aware of. I'm not talking about verbal tics like saying like all the time, but things that you might subconsciously do, like put your hand in front of your mouth when you're talking or bang on a table when you want to illustrate a point. Otherwise, you know, somehow getting in your own way and not allowing yourself to be heard loud and clear. So I usually record standing up. And one of the things I've noticed that I do without even realizing it is I wriggle around a lot like a little worm (laughs) and I crack my knuckles. So just try not to do that. It's a little distracting. Speaking of being nervous, the attitude or I guess the mindset that you bring into being a podcast guest will help make or break your performance. Truly, if you remember nothing else that I'm saying today, I hope you will remember this. A podcast is different from a news interview or a speech, a webinar, a job interview. You are not in court on the witness stand here. You are here to use the art of conversation to illuminate or illustrate a point. You're not here to recite a sales pitch or these pre-written talking points that you got from your marketing department. So answer questions like you're talking to a real person, a friend, not like you're reading aloud the copy that's sitting on your website. You have to be real. On our show, we provide most of the questions that I plan to ask in advance. We, I really want to give guests a chance to think about what they want to say and try to you know, reduce the nervous factor as much as I can. Our most successful conversations happen when the guest has read those questions and thought about their answers in advance. And stories are so much more interesting and engaging than just like sharing numbers, statistics, studies from another source. So try to think through how you can tell a story to illustrate a point versus just reciting the facts. So a great example of this is the story that Chris Daly tells about alien space fleas in episode seven of Top Four. It's such a good example of what I mean. I asked him how he became a crisis communications expert. And, you know, he could have been like, well, I attended a class and here's my resume and da-da-da. But instead, he told a story about a crisis that he handled that freaking cracked me up and made me laugh and laugh. We edited out so much of my laughter from that story. Also, even if you get the questions in advance, not all shows do that. If you do get them, don't write out word for word how you think you're going to answer. I have completely made that mistake before. And then, you know, in the moment, the host may switch things up or ask it in a different way or ask a follow-up question. That's happened to me before when I thought I was like writing this script to answer everything. And I just got lost in my notes. I couldn't think of an answer you know, if we had been sitting in a coffee shop chatting about this, I would have totally been able to answer the question and explain it just fine. But because I locked myself into a script, I messed up. Aside from not wanting to sound like you're reading, I think another thing that I mean here is be in the moment, be engaged in the discussion rather than pretending like you, you know, have the lead in a Shakespearean tragedy, if that makes sense. Listening to an episode or two of the show in advance will also help you get in the right mindset. Make sure you understand the tone of the show so that you come in with, you know, a demeanor that matches that. A good way to go about this is ask the host what a couple of her favorite episodes are because she's always going to pick or I I say she, I am always going to pick the ones that I think best illustrate the tone and style that we're shooting for here. So now that you've thought about your sound and your mindset, I have a last few quick tips for you. It never ceases to amaze me how dry my mouth gets. And I have truly been known to pound down 32 ounces of water as I'm recording an episode. Even if you think you're not thirsty, have a glass of water available, but make sure it doesn't have ice in it or that'll sound crazy. However, under no circumstances should you be eating while you're recording. I promise you that that bite of cheese that you are trying to sneak in is not as quiet as you think. So do not eat. I mentioned this earlier, but podcasting is an intimate, personality-driven medium. Even if you stumble over your words, do not give it a thought. Don't worry about it laugh, make noises, sigh if you want to. This is a human interaction and listeners would much rather hear a human screw up than a robot drone on and on. Also, most podcasts are edited at least a little bit. So don't be shy about asking for a do-over if you really lost your command of the English language for a minute. Now, you don't want to do a do-over on every single sentence that you utter, but if you really messed up and you know that you can do better, don't don't feel bad about asking to do that. Once the episode comes out, share it. Spread the word. Don't rely on the show and the host to do all of the promotion for you or your message may never reach the audience that you're trying to, that you intended it for. It's also just good manners to help a podcast reach new people. So share your interview with the world. If they give you graphics to use, put them out there, tag them, you know, promote the episode. Oh, and one last thing, make sure that you go potty before you start recording. (laughs) <laughs> okay, folks, that uh, concludes my deep dive into how to be a great podcast guest. Is there anything that I missed? Do you think you can let me know on Instagram at TopFloorPod pod or give me a call at 850-404-9630. Before I leave you, we are going to head down to the loading dock where all of the best stories get told. Going down. Like any good hotelier, I have a thousand and one or million and one loading dock stories. I thought about telling the story of when I found two octogenarians fully nude in the lobby restroom. I also considered telling the tale of a white elephant gift exchange to which someone brought a personal massager as a gift. But I settled on one of the first and most formative hotel experiences in my life. So when I was in eighth grade, a friend and I convinced our English teacher to take us on a field trip to the Alabama Shakespeare Festival. I mean, yes, I was a super nerd, but let's be cool and move on from that. So we load up the school bus. We drive from Panama City to Montgomery, Alabama, where the Shakespeare Festival is uh, located. And we <laughs> check into a hotel. There's one room of girls and one room of boys. And this was an older model property. So it featured drop ceilings in the guest rooms. So I'm announced to the girls in the girls room, the boys in the boys room decided that they would climb up into the drop ceiling and locate our room and try to scare us or spy on us or something equally creepy that an eighth grade boy would do. So they go in the bathroom, stand on the toilet seat and start moving the tiles in the drop ceiling around in order to, you know, execute this dastardly plan and they move a tile and what should happen, but a brick of weed and a brick of cash come falling down from the ceiling. Since then, I complete a thorough investigation (laughs) and search of every hotel room I ever stay in because you never know what you're going to find. Thanks for riding up to the top floor with me. I truly appreciate all of your support. This episode is sponsored in part by She Has a Deal. She Has a Deal offers inspiration and education to achieve the goal of increasing the number of women hotel owners and developers with pitch competitions for both early career and experienced women. Programs channel the power of collaboration and mentorship by connecting experts and newbies, experienced investors, and hotel operations leaders. Learn more at shehasadeal.com. Thanks so much for listening today. You can find the show notes at topfloorpodcast.com forward slash 15. Top Floor is produced by John Albano, who also composed and performed our elevated elevator music with vocals by Cameron Albano. If you enjoyed the episode, please share it with your friends and colleagues after you leave us a five-star review. You can subscribe to Top Floor on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you like to listen. Thanks for listening to the Top Floor Podcast at www.topfloorpodcast.com. Have a hospitality marketing question? Reach us at 850-404-9630 to be featured in a future episode.